No wonder men are so lost. They have no idea there's more work involved. So, still faking it? Yep. Is he that bad and bad? No, he's just, he's a guy. They can rebuild a jet engine, but when it comes to a woman, what's the big mystery? It's my clitoris, not the Sphinx. I think you just found the title for your autobiography. Um, so welcome to the Mirandas. This is season two, episode four. We have another special guest on today. I love when we have special guests. And we have Cam, who is, <laughs> I'm so excited to have you on the show. You're a longtime friend of Gilly's and someone who I met in New York City. And you've been through the trenches of New York City dating, right? Well, she's, so she's, I think this is- she's going through them right now. Excuse me. <laughs> she's right, going right, through Cam? them. Yeah. Okay, first of all. I've never signed a, a consent form for this. So here's the thing. I feel like I'm leave, being let down you, something freaky. It but. makes you stronger is all I have to say. Going through New York dating makes you stronger. No? Yes? No? Yeah, I just wouldn't call it. The, I just wouldn't call it the trenches. Okay, you're in the jacuzzi. Of- <laughs> <laughs> you know what? Maybe. You know what? Actually, Cam, that brings up a great no, point. No, I actually have a question for you, Sarah. Tell me. Why did you? Why did you call it the trenches? So when I was dating in New York City, it was in my early 20s. And I think dating in my early 20s sucked. So maybe I look at dating in New York City from my own 20s perspective. And my sister dated in her early mid-20s in New York City and felt similarly. And I wonder if I was dating as a 30-year-old now, if I'd feel the same way. Maybe I'd feel more empowered. And if You're in a relationship now? Yes. Cool. I think, yeah. Dating in your early twenties is probably trenches. Yeah, I yeah, I think it's a much different experience as you get older. But then there are like I don't know. I think it's definitely also subjective to like who the person is. But there, like when you, I don't know. I think I was a different person in my early twenties, and I'm glad I'm not. I feel like when you're dating in a city, or like really anywhere, but I feel like with a city, you have like more people, and so the. You're just higher chances of meeting a weirdo. You probably will have a weirdo date, you know? Like, you've had a weirdo date. I've Me? had a lot of yeah. weirdo dates. Yeah, of course. You've had a ton. Exactly. Of course, because so most that's... people are weird. But <laughs> I was probably that weirdo that right. people would have. <laughs> I went on a weirdo date with this girl. What I needed to, yeah, you've been someone's weird date, I which have. is fine. I have. Oh, yeah. man. Um, okay, so I, I once, I, on a date, I once asked the most fucked up question, and whenever I think about this, <laughs> oh I, I shudder yeah. to myself, and I never <laughs> saw this guy again. Now, I it, uh, this is how I knew Dakota and I would like be okay together because I could like ask your boyfriend's names. name is Dakota. Dakota, that's so sexy. <laughs> what, a, what a name! And I asked this person, who would he care more of, of his parents or time? Oh my God. <laughs> no, I know that's bad. Well, and I really, you know what? I think I was a little bit high when I asked him. And I, and I wanted to get into like a philosophical conversation about like parental relationships and clearly yes. took it too far. Um, I'm mortified when I think about that because I'm just like, <laughs> I like both of them. <laughs> okay. Um, so that's my, my, when I think of New York City dating, I think of me embarrassing myself on, in like terrible Upper East Side bars um yeah. so gilly this episode ryan's daughter think? or what else do we got up there <laughs> reckon i know what's the other one that's like famous with the murder the girl got murdered in central park what you the know bars. 
that bar that everyone goes to. Dorian Gray. No, Dorian's. 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 Yeah. Dorian. Never been there. Have you been no. to Dorian's? No. Okay. Anyway. Um, so, okay. initial thoughts on the episode. Let's go. So, the season two, episode four, it's called They Kill Single People, Don't They? They shoot single people, don't they? They shoot oh, single people. Shoot. I thought it was called faking it. <laughs> no, but it, <laughs> it's sorry. about okay. I'm back. So, at this. Sorry, everyone. Um, <laughs> this is our friend Cam. We haven't really like eased her in on like how we do this, but just to let the audience know, it's season four, season two, episode four. They they shoot single people, don't they? Okay. And this episode is about faking it in all sorts of capacities okay, sorry, yes. whether it's like actually telling a lie or faking pleasure during intercourse um take it away sarah okay so uh i'm a, we are starting to move away from summative episodes in which we just spend the entire time summarizing the episode so I'm, but i'm gonna give a quick summary for anybody who didn't see it oh i love um, your summaries keep them up Okay, okay, good. So the girls are all magically and wonderfully single at the same time, which basically means they were single for like 24 hours without a guy. And they are out dancing. They're having fun. They are living it up. Carrie has to be up early the next day for a photo shoot. She stays up all night having fun, is late to the photo shoot and ends up having like the worst picture possible taken and put on the cover of a magazine with the title single and fabulous question mark. This leads her down a road of a lot of insecurity, a lot of self doubt. (laughs) And that's kind of Carrie's plot line for the episode. And we get into, was she faking liking being single? Was she that happy this whole time? Um, Okay, so Miranda has the best plot line of the episode. They are out running. She it's amazing. She runs to a guy who she used to fake it with all the time, orgasms. And she gives him another chance, and he still can't deliver, and she's got to break the news to him that he, she's just he's just not getting her there. Yes. And Charlotte fakes it by kind of being interested in her, like, neighbor fix-it guy, and then that plot line is so bad. Let's, we, don't, we don't even need to discuss it's, that. It was so stupid. Yeah. And then Samantha's faking it is dating the guy, the club owner where, yeah. where they are the first night. And he's a wee guy right off the bat. We will do this. We will blah, 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 which I've had that happen. And it's really off putting. It's the worst. And <laughs> I think that sounds nice. he ends up letting her down and, and, <laughs> and standing her up and sh- yeah. And that's it. I was going to say that Sam was faking liking, um, being in a rela- monogamous or in a relationship or dating when really yeah. Sam's a single lady. Yeah. And whereas Charlotte is actually not interested in that guy. And then what about Carrie? What is she faking? Faking that she's okay being single because at the end of the episode, she has to, she's like, I'm sitting here with no guy, no drink, no friends alone. Mm-hmm. So it I'm seemed not faking like, it. She like took off. Yeah. Her- she took off the just well she did and she did she did have sunglasses on which felt kind of like a layer of disguise but it seemed like the episode was faking (laughs) is she that happy is she loving single life and we know in the next episode big shows up so i think this has a lot to do with is she happy without big Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. (laughs) you can can see the screen i get so animated and gilly i don't know if you're laughing at me or not so what happens now what happens now can i comment on that of course Cam, speak so, up. 
of all the ladies, mm-hmm. I think some were faking it and some were not. Ooh. I don't I don't think Ooh. Sam was faking anything. I think Sam wanted something and was ultimately disappointed. And there's a difference <gasps> between wanting and faking. Yes. And so Yes, you're I right. I don't really see anything wrong with what Samantha did in that in that episode. Like was she attract did she question her standards physically and go another way? Yeah. But maybe that was a good thing for her to like see that maybe he doesn't have to be tall and handsome, you know? Because she ultimately yeah. was like, I spread my legs open and let him and like in or whatever. <laughs> because after he told me all these things, he would get me, not because of the yeah. way he looked. Yeah. But good for her to like Recognize question her that. different standards. Yeah, 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 totally. But then she it, was disappointed. Yeah. She was. Well, because he she let her, she opened herself up. She became vulnerable as he teased her with a sense of, like weeness and yes, and that sounds and kind nice. Of like, like it does. She, he dangled a future. If, if that had played out well, if that had played out well, that could have been a great relationship. Yeah, salsa club owner. It could have been an interesting plot line, to be honest. <laughs> I think it, they should have that in the reboot. Maybe I should say. I should back. start by saying I identify with Samantha. <laughs> <laughs> we need more people like that. Okay, I don't they, know if we've so, had any Samantha identifying people I should yet on say this. I heard I heard Jordan and other people identify as one or the other. So I Jordan, Jordan to carry. We, we're obviously Miranda's because yeah. this is the Miranda's. So I identify with Samantha. But okay, so but I love the way that you were describing how um, Miranda was faking her needs and Carrie was faking her needs, and I think yeah. Charlotte was just confused. Yeah, yeah, sure. <laughs> I think she was horny and lonely. Yeah, she I wasn't think the faking it. Yeah, were confused too. With <laughs> <laughs> sometimes they are. The writing is bad. Exactly. So today we mm-hmm. are going to. We have kind of two topics of discussion. Instead of yeah. just kind of doing a play by play, we have two big topics we want to discuss, Whoa. and that this episode brings up. And two of the things that you know I really thought about were the concept of faking it in relationships, and then also the concept of singleness and being single, what single means, people's perception of it, people's experiences of it. Um, But I think we should get into faking it first, because that is definitely the best part of the episode with sex, faking it with sex. Um, We actually, um, thank you for everybody who answered the Instagram story and kind of- Okay, so, um, no, my sister messaged me. She's like, oh, I messaged you on Instagram. I was like, I didn't get it. So then she ended up – we had this, like, great phone conversation. And my older sister um, was in New York for a long time, then moved to Philly, was in long-term relationships, dating, has, like, a plethora of experience within um, different cities and dating. And also the topic of faking it came up. And so she had Mm -hmm. some great points. But, Gilly, I want to hear from you first and Cam. Okay. Your – perspective on how it was portrayed in the episode and your own Mm -hmm. experiences. (laughs) Okay. So I'm actually really excited for what Cam's going to say because as we were (laughs) (laughs) watching, because as we were watching, like when the various, like when Miranda was trying to like coach um, her guy, like Kate was like, yes, like that's what you do, girl. (laughs) And like, I thought that was like such a funny, I don't know. It was like, it wasn't the way that I was like yeah, t- thinking about the episode. It? How did you think about it? No, no, I thought that was great, but I was thinking more of yeah. like exper- experiences where I feel like I've been like Miranda in that position. Um, 
Yeah. Something that like, okay, so I have such mixed feelings because faking it as, which was kind of like said in a Miranda sarcasm is like, for me, it's like a weird catch 22. It's like, well, do I want to like encourage this person and make them feel like good? Right. But then like, if it's, really not gonna happen and it's been a long time let's get this over with (laughs) let's let's get this over with you know yeah and and then but then that's not helping but at the same time it's like if you know it's not if they can't figure it out even with all josh's good intentions miranda found herself no closer she realized she was not a jet engine she was a lot more complicated It would never work between them. I'm close. I'm close. Are you close? I'm close. She wanted to give him something for learning so much and trying so hard. So, Miranda came. Oh! Oh! So, okay. Yeah. Cam, what do you think? I, can you, I have a question. Yeah. Why have you ever faked it? Was it truly to make him feel good? Or was it to make him want you and be desired and both. like know that you're into for it sure. is it more self-serving or is it really to to give to make that guy feel oh good? both for sure and and i think a lot of it has to do with like you know just like 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 just speaking about like societally and like our generation like um like the media type of media that we grew up watching and like this show for example mm-hmm. is very 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 different from like the media like and tv shows that you see on netflix now about sex because Mm -hmm. the female experience and point of view and Mm -hmm. perspective is a a lot more included and whereas if you like look at like so many movies from the 80s and 90s like women are always like orgasming left and right and the sex is always amazing for women pretty much yeah so i think that like that being said like i think that's had like a big influence on what i think things are supposed to be like and what expectations are supposed to be like when you're with and I'm speaking like as a heteronormative woman like when you're like first like experiencing sex it's definitely I would never fake it now never absolutely not no but I think when I was younger I was like I think this is like what it's supposed to be right you know like what do you think so I, I completely agree with you and um I I think we model a lot of how we experience sex from what we see, what we learn. And if you have poor models of it, you know, how are you supposed to learn unless you have a really great partner who you can just be natural with and discover it together? So my sister Catherine made a good point that she said she faked it often in her 20s, never in her 30s. So I really relate to that, that I faked it yes. all the time in my teens. <laughs> most of the time in my early twenties and then never once I started dating Dakota. And that was something when I started dating Dakota, I was like, I'm not going to do this again because I would get into a really bad habit of doing it. And then like, I couldn't relax enough to ever have it happen with another guy. So I I like chose to like break that like mental cycle. Uh, Right, right, right. But I think when I did do it, cause I was like a big faker. (laughs) I am like a Mm -hmm. recovering faker And what Mm -hmm. Catherine said, I really related to. And she's like, well, there are basically three um, 
fake it scenario. What are okay? So Catherine said there are three fake it scenarios. Three I fake like it, it scenarios. Yes, she broke it down, and she said, okay, the first one is when the guy is doing nothing right. This is a one night stand. You do not want to see him again. And the orgasm is between you and the door. So you want to leave. And so it's easier to like fake it so you can just like it end. It right. kills me. That's, that kills me. But it's like the troll guarding the door. Yes. So and then she said the second the second scenario is early on in a good relationship when he's doing the right things. It's feeling good, but you're feeling a little insecure. You want to give him positive feedback. This is more yes. of a me problem and not a him problem. And you want yes. to give him the positive feedback, the positive reinforcement. If we're going to get like, you want to skin it, like Skinner, you know, whatever in here. Um, his biggest cheerleader. I mean, I do what you're doing. Which, and, which is what I think everyone says in like, their like vows. Like you're my biggest cheerleader. <laughs> <laughs> that's, and that's, this is what they're talking about. Yeah. The, the third you scenario. You make me think I come. <laughs> And the third scenario was something very interesting that I didn't really think of, but I, it, I wanted to ask you, she says it's when she doesn't ever have orgasms like vaginally. And I don't either. And I, I know a lot of women don't either. Yeah, this one does. Cam okay, does. Hey, Cam. All right. So <laughs> she says when she, it, oh God, I hope I can say this. I think she said it was fine. Um, and just let me know what I can bleep out later. No, she's fine. She she's married and her husband has the most self-confidence out of any man I've ever met, and he like has no gels on his body. So he like doesn't care. I think he was on the listening to her when she said all this. So she if she is having like vaginal sex and yes. um she'll have like a mini orgasm, like it's feeling really yes. good, and so she'll kind yes. of just exaggerate it a little bit. But oh okay. This yeah. is okay. these she's are the genius. Catherine she's a genius. She went number three. No, number three is like so. I like totally hundred percent identify with that. Just like almost there, but not quite. And you're like, well, maybe like I'll be the cheerleader for both of us and see what happens. Exactly. You know. Um. So she also just to kind of continue on like the Catherine route, only because I said I would share this. She's our new avid listener, and I love it. Um, she, okay. So this goes back to how we were talking about with our twenties and thirties, Catherine, when she was in her thirties, decided to go back to school and she went back to med school, but was with 20 year olds, like young people. And they would be talking about sex and the 20 year olds that she was with were all faking it. And we're like, it was okay. And then Catherine's like, oh my God, you have to stop. So kind of like bestowing wisdom <laughs> upon these young people. So I do you think age has to play into this that's my big um, perspective here yeah, you just get tired of faking it you get tired of it you get tired of faking it yeah. you get to a point and you're like well first of all you start having orgasms right yeah during sex and then you're like oh shit this is actually really really great so yeah. why have I been faking it you just get yeah. tired of it yeah yeah he told me he really likes that I can come while he's fucking me how can he actually believe that that's all it takes because you're faking it I'm really hating myself right now. Could you please just tell me why? He's a nice guy. He means well. Oh, so it's codependent coming. Just exa- sheer exhaustion. But it makes sense that we were faking it at a certain age because our exposure to sex through media and at that at a young age and how we were absorbing mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. how you're supposed to act as a female porn. Like how did you really learn how you were supposed to right. have give yourself or 
have an orgasm with someone else. Like no one taught me that. Right, right. No one taught me that. And that's because, like, so women are like taught to be, or like girls, yeah, like you're loud and desire. Right. Whereas, like, men are actively taught that to desire, like, they desire. And so, like, so much of, like, I think some of the brainwashing that's happened when we were younger is like, it's more important that I come off desirable than actually Mm -hmm. focusing on, like, what feels good for me. And, yeah, I you want to be yeah. fuckable, right? You want someone to look at you and be like, "Ooh, like I desire you." And then that turns you on in a sense. And like but then your like sexuality then is based on other people's perception of you, which is okay. Like that's part of sexuality, like wanting to be desired yeah. and the desiring. It's yeah. complicated, but I, you know, to kind of go off what you said, I I think a lot of the sex in my like late teens and early 20s was for somebody else. I think I mm-hmm. wanted to be having sex, but it wasn't good yeah. sex. And mm-hmm. things were feeling good, but it was never, ever going to get to that place of like an orgasm just because I don't think I, I knew how to do it on my own, but not ever, I didn't have any of the communication skills to do that with a partner or to and explain like, what my needs were. And to speak for myself, I was probably really drunk, so it wasn't going to happen anyway. So. <laughs> yes. You know, 100%. not sound depressing, but like that's the reality is like, <laughs> it's not easy when you're drunk <laughs> to... Yeah, I Whatever. mean, and it's, let alone communicate. But it's just so tricky because, you know, <laughs> the female orgasm is just such a mystery. And mm. you you see if a guy has an orgasm, it's there. No you one's know, questioning you know. if he did or he didn't. You know Especially what I mean? It's either, there, last it's either there or the guy no. was screaming. No, I mean, like. Like something actually happens, you know. Yes, there's 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 a there's a result. Here's the thing: I feel it's like a little I, token, a little <laughs> for take a female. That that moment doesn't. But necessarily I think females happen. can detect other females when they're faking it or not. Thoughts. I've never been with another. Female I've never been with a woman. Have you ever watched oh on the television? Oh yeah, oh uh, yeah. So I can you tell yeah. when it's like a um, freaking? That's a good question. Do you mean like lesbian porn or like on TV? No, just in general when it's I feel like, like I can, yeah. Like I, I definitely like, depict it in porn. When it's like very theatrical porn I, yeah, versus like I, normal. I like of course. Porn. Yes. Okay. Very okay, of course. I think you can tell when someone's performing. I wonder I don't if, think a guy can. I don't think oh. a guy can. Do you need distinguish between no. the the freaking no. sex and space well, let me theatrical experience versus like has, have oh Sarah has anyone said to you did you just make it um, no no I've never had it but I had um this was one of my earliest sexual experiences and I was younger so maybe 18 17 18 and I think I this is so bad. I think I pretended to have an orgasm after like 30 seconds. It was like no time at all because he, he had I probably feel really bad in bed. Yeah, right? Yeah. I know. All right. And then he's You're like, full. I think he said something like, do you always, you know, come that quickly or something? And I was like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> something along those lines. And I remember being really, really embarrassed. And, um, but not, no one has you ever- made- yeah, you made it. Yeah, you though, made it. Really. Right. You yeah. Didn't do yeah. Um, <laughs> I think. Um, no, I don't think anyone has. Maybe I yeah. blocked it. No, that's think a so. big question because. Well, I was talking to Dave about this, and he said there's like, which I think I brought up last week. There's just for like a lot of guys, there's like just like no way of knowing. 
whether a woman's faking right you're right that's right i feel like that should be fair but i think the the muscles like the vaginal muscles like tense <laughs> honestly <laughs> listen listen they say they do they say they do but I think that's faking it from the guy's side. Listen, uh, I think guys fake a whole lot of stuff as well. One ooh, of them being what you just said. Hot take. For sure. Guys, Wait, for sure. What do you think guys are faking aside from like how big they are? Um, I think a guy could fake like how much, how well, how much he enjoyed having sex with someone. 100%. Yeah. I sure. think just because somebody has your erection doesn't mean they're enjoying having sex with you. Of Someone can judge your. Someone could be faking that they like your boobs when they're touching them, but really they're like looking at them like these are weird ass boobs. Can you stop <laughs> looking at my boobs. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's so funny. That's you true. <laughs> I don't think you have. I think you have great boobs, but I just I think I think guys fake things too. So I, I think that I think it's which is like it's kind of goes back to not only like sex being performance but also yeah. like performative like right. romance or relationships or even like yeah i don't know what's kind of interesting between like you know with the episode is between faking like love versus faking an orgasm like i think you can fake yourself to be in a relationship for sure yeah. be in love and like oh, you can yeah. totally mess with your brain yeah but you know <laughs> If that's an orgasm yeah, or not, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's true. It either is or yeah, it isn't. Yeah, it's not like yeah. micro one, but it you know that wasn't funny. one. That's a very funny point. It is funny how <laughs> black and white, you know, people are like, oh, it's not black and white. You know what's black and white? Orgasms. You're either coming or you're not. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's so true. But like being in a great relationship that? is a gray area, right? Like, yeah. I, I don't think it's as black and white. I think people can fake a lot of love and I think people can yeah, like, totally. stay in something longer than they should. I think that there's a, there's a lot of performing that we do in relationships all the time. And, yeah. and that's, that's an okay thing. That's a coping thing. We perform at work. We perform with friends. Like that's part of being human, but in yeah. relationships and how it's portrayed in the show um, is very, this kind of like singular type of performance in which there's something internal that you're experiencing and you're performing something from the outside. So with Miranda, I I like that in this episode she like finally tells the guy, but it's funny because in the end she just fakes it because she's like, we had like a scenario number one where she's like, fuck it, I gotta go, I gotta get out of this, so I'm just gonna like fake it, was it the so I can exit. It was the yeah the orgasm between the door. It was the orgasm, the fake the orgasm door, between yeah. the door. I know. Um. So okay, does anyone have any specific stories that they'd like to share? I'm trying to think. So I talked to a bunch of people about it. And um, so Zoe, who we went to, I grew up with. I went, I've known her for a long time. She's one of. What did she um, say? What did she say? I have to pull up the group chat because I posted. I was actually kind of nervous to ask people. I don't know why because I don't know how. Some people aren't. I don't know why I was nervous about it. I don't know. Um, I was even nervous posting on the Insta story. (laughs) That might point to my anxiety as a human. Wait, why? You were nervous about asking if you if if you've ever faked it or not? Yeah. I don't know why I felt anxious about that. Internet? (laughs) No, I would too. I would too. too. Okay. 
Um, this is so off brand for me too. You know what I mean? I know. I know. <laughs> yeah. The internet, if they faked it. I know. And I have no like online persona anymore. So if we just come <laughs> out like Miranda, swinging. Like, oh, I thought you did it from the Mirandas. You did it no, from your, did it from from your personal. I did, but it felt personal. I didn't feel like I had it's- hard. Just it definitely like looked like Sarah wrote the Instaport story. Obviously. Because like the I, letters were like huge and pink because they're like vicious. Bigger. <laughs> <laughs> okay, god damn it, I can't find this thing. Um Okay, so Zoe's story. Well, I'm trying to find it. And I now I can't because I was laughing too much. But um You'll find it. You'll oh, find it. God Sorry, I'm sorry. Damn it. Did I do? Oh, did you yes, delete yeah. it? I might have. All she said. Well, I think one of the things. That okay, she said I can, was, I'm gonna can I ask yeah, a question. Go, please, because I'm stumbling. Sarah, do you remember your first orgasm with a guy? I do. Oh yeah, yeah. But wait, there are two camps here. There <laughs> is an orgasm that I had a, that I did myself while the other person was present, like we're together, and then there's right. the like tesla that drives itself kind of orgasm where it's it's just like all him you know automation like not my hands could be here and it's like that person's just doing it to me or there's the experience of like me giving my like assisting in the process i think there's like that's like like masturbating versus um being with another person well, no, 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 because I think the first time was like, well, like, I, I think it was like an eighth grade or something, but obviously I was by myself. Not, I wasn't like a, like a nip tuck. We all know this story. It's so true. That show is scandalous. Um, but actually, this is kind of crazy. But the first time that I had a actual, like a partner giving me an orgasm was the person I'm with now, Dakota. Fuck yeah, that's awesome. Wait, wait. Wow. You know what? Dakota, wait, 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 wait. with a name like Dakota, listen. Hell, wait, really? Yeah. That's amazing, Sarah. Yeah, that's the, I've had, or like during wow. sex, I've had orgasms, but it was always me like doing the work. It was never like any boyfriend doing it for me. Wait, wait, wait. Wow. Wait. Really? Yeah, it was never not even, another guy. No. Not no. even like someone going down on you? No. No, and I and I actually what? never. I was too anxious and insecure to ever wow. like really enjoy that until the um, Dakota who I'm with now, who I'm sure he's wow. not gonna hear this. Yeah, shout out to Dakota. Yeah, yeah. shout out. Well, I only had one really That's serious so, like, romantic. Right? <laughs> Isn't that kind of crazy? And this is what I actually said. I remember telling myself that you're his only two. <laughs> Yeah, right. No, I remember saying that this is weird. This is like a very Disney princess, but like porno version thing to say um, that the (laughs) first guy who like ever like gave me an orgasm, I would marry. Is that not insane? And then here it is. Yeah, Yeah, that's cool. That's cool. I'm freaking out too. That's so cool. (laughs) Um, There's this like famous, like it's not famous, but there's like this episode they play a lot on This American Life from like a few years ago or like several years ago and it's about coincidences and it just made me think about this like girl that was working in a grocery store in her like early 20s and she wrote down her name on a few dollar bills and she says whoever like if I ever find this dollar bill again it's gonna be the person I marry wow and she finds the dollar bill again 
and it ends up. And then she came. Yeah. So that's definitely my story. Ooh. And I remember <laughs> telling him before, like, this is like, cause we waited a little bit when we first started dating. Um, I was like, sober, like wasn't drinking at all. We were doing things like very much like I was very much like doing things by the book. Like we're going to wait, we're going to do this. I made him get like tested for STDs before we had sex and show me there's like, I was wow. a big old nerd. I don't know. I don't know what the word is. Him through the rings of fire, which is good. Pretty much. He's proving and, himself. Um, yeah. But I always, I said like this, it's been really hard for me in the past. Like I just don't want to fake it. And then he was like so communicative and like Persevere. I don't know. It was just like a great, wonderful experience. Can um, I ask you a question? That's yeah. So nice. You come the first time. May I ask you that? The first time we he. Wait, what did you say? Yeah. Did you come the first time you had sex? With no. Him? no, 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 no. It wasn't sex. I think it was just like us being in bed together, and it was like his hands. Wait, here's the thing. This is this is what I was going to ask. Oh God, I hope is, he's okay with me saying this. Well, I'm sure he's fine. Okay. Oh, sorry. sorry yeah. I Whatever. We'll do this later. We'll deal with it later. Because I want to talk about this. Um, wait. So, so do you think? I don't know. I think there's something really interesting about that. Because do you think it was like a subconscious thing? Like it was subconscious in my head. I was going to be your person. Me, I think a lot of the times, like I could always do it by myself. No issue, no problem at all. Yeah. I could do it um, with my own like hand. And when I was with a partner, I could do it. But no, I, and that's weird to say, not even with, like a vibrator, nothing. And yeah. so, like my first boyfriend in college, like I was having like orgasms, but he wasn't doing it to me. We were like having it, good sex together, right? And um, I think it really was a mental block. Having an orgasm yeah. is like the most yes. vulnerable thing you can be. I talked to like, a therapist about this and it's like really, really like it? letting complete, you are letting complete control go. And yeah, as yeah, somebody yeah, with yeah. anxiety, that's really hard for me to do like anytime. <laughs> yeah. And yes. in bed, you're self-conscious. You're not fully there. The times I was mm-hmm. having sex, it would be like drunkenly. So you're not fully feeling things. Um, so I think it was me that was a problem for a long time. And probably guys yeah. who like weren't good in bed. Well, it's and also I did, like, yeah. I think that's going to be the majority of it if I'm just going to step in here. But I think there's also like, <laughs> I don't know, we're, we're both anxious people, Burma Miranda's. So I think it's like a performance anxiety thing too. Yeah. Women have performance like, anxiety. I feel like I'm being watched. No, but I'm sure men feel the same way too, right? A hundred percent. Where they have performance anxiety at like, you know, and in bed, which is insane that we're calling it performance to begin with because it shouldn't be about. And it comes back to that. It is a performance in a, in a way you're performing an act, right? Like we perform a lot of things that we do. Um, I feel like I talked a lot about it. Can anyone get you want to share cam? (laughs) Yeah. So I do have a story. (laughs) If it's as good as last week's story, I'm going to be very happy that a man screaming like a banshee. (laughs) <laughs> it's not but but it, is, it does tickle me a bit so basically um what really resonated with me in this episode was <laughs> was when Miranda the first time tells the guy that she's been she's faked it all the other previous times um and he basically said something along the lines of is there something wrong with you like you have a medical issue <laughs> that was pretty funny and I've gotten that shit before where actually I, Yes. So there was a guy I had met and I was really attracted to him. And the third date, we um, start 
having intercourse whilst watching Larry. What is, what is that? What Larry is it? David? No, no. Larry Flynn King? versus people. Oh, Larry <laughs> Flynn versus people. Wait, sorry. Larry Flint versus the people. The one with um, and Courtney Love is in it. I don't know Something why very that erotic. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So, um, so I was like really excited. I really liked this guy too, and I was like, okay, like this is great. The moment we've been waiting for, and it was so brief. He came immediately, like very immediately. It was very brief. I don't even want to say a couple. I would say it's more than the one minute guy. It might be more like a three minute guy. That's not going to mm-hmm. do anything. Yeah. And I had reached, I had reached a stage in life where I wasn't going to fake it anymore. And so I didn't. And then just like the guy last week, he asked me, did you come? It's <laughs> <laughs> really? an ongoing theme. I said, no. And he goes, have you ever? Oh, That's what he said. my mm-hmm. God. His assumption was it's on you. Yes. And I said, yeah. Yeah, I have. You're like, indubitably. And <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> yes. Uh, so what happened after that? So I think we just like went into like. All right, I'm gonna use the bathroom and like, uh, like let's finish the movie and cuddle, like thing, whatever, whatever. We never, s- no, we yeah, we didn't see each other after that. Oh. <laughs> Sorry, looking at Cam, look at me, <laughs> the camera. Oh, my I'm okay. Sorry. I'm okay. I'm gonna be okay. But that's a lot I'm really of upset about this story. Yeah. I know. I, I just yeah. like the, the fucking nerve, buddy. The nerve. I was like 25 too. I'm not like. I was like, you have got to be kidding me. I'm, I mean, everyone has their own experiences with their sexuality, but I was just like, dude, like I'm 25. You think that the, like, I haven't figured this out. Like I I'm holding a full time job over here. I did my laundry today. I think I can fucking make sure that I know how this happens. Sorry. Do I sound crazy right now? No, I, I think probably a lot of people had a similar experience. So when was the first time that you did with a partner? Not with you doing anything. Oh, uh, the first time with a partner was also the first time ever. And I was 19. <laughs> wow. You're putting my 27. <laughs> Such a late bloomer. All right. Oh, wow. 19. Yeah, but, like, yeah, with strangers, like, never. Like, I think with a stranger it's happened, but it's, like, it doesn't feel as, like, great because it's, like, not, like, because, like, I'm still kind of tense and on the spot, you yeah. know? That pelvic floor yeah. is just, <laughs> <laughs> just tight. Tight all around. Okay, what, what about you, Cam? What about me? Fake Any faking stories or any other, like, first... OG stories. Yeah, they're like, it's just so funny because you're always either faking it or you're not. So like, (laughs) yeah, every time you've ever had sex, like that's a story. Like, go, you know. So So Cam, but you, you probably. (laughs) I was gonna say you probably haven't had to fake it as many times as Sarah. (laughs) Yeah, it sounds like you. Like I know it sounds like you fake it a lot. (laughs) 
because I'm Sam upset over about here it. is one of those no, rare creatures no, 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 no. that can. No, see, I st- I don't think I'm a real rare creature. I think it's rare. I, I think don't think I rare. am. I don't think I am. I think I <laughs> spend a lot of time. I've spent time. I don't know. I think you are petite and like something with a smaller vagina. <laughs> what? Are, the fuck are you talking about? It? And Has your G spot do- is located in a perfect place. How dare you know how big or small my vagina is? First of all, <laughs> for your size, I hope it's not big. <laughs> Ew. Ew. Wait, isn't vagina determined by? No, it's not. This no, is bro science. This is bros. Yeah. That's... We're going to cut this out. No. Okay. <laughs> anyway. So I, um, I don't think I'm a mystical creature. I think I, <laughs> I don't think I'm the most beautiful woman of the what year. Did you say? No, what but... did you say? <laughs> no, what did you say though? Yeah. Like you're like, a, you're like a mystery creature. No, no. I'm like a, it's, I'm, a niche person that can yeah. have orgasm more orgasms than anyone else. I, I don't believe that's true. I think it. You're definitely in the category of women. That's probably received them directly from a male. You're probably in the higher. Yeah. But I, but I think my approach to getting to orgasms sounds a little, maybe different than your approach. Okay. <laughs> so now we're <laughs> based on. Now like, we're back to that asshole. I had sex with who was like, um, there's something wrong with you. No, no, no. <laughs> no um, have you ever? Yeah. <laughs> Bitch. Gilly, Gilly, hear me out. Okay. Based on your reaction, <laughs> on my reaction yeah. to Miranda just yes. sitting there wondering why yeah. she's not having pleasure from this. Mm-hmm. Mick tells me that you were surprised that I was like, oh, my God, what the hell is she doing just sitting there? Of course she's not going to have an orgasm. She needs to, like, so get into it and, like, tell him what to do. So yes, yes, what I'm yes. saying is that I have had a, a confident approach to that method. And I believe that works every time. And I encourage everyone to, like, yeah. try that. I, I, You know, I don't think Being, it's – I think that there are – like, I literally know that even when I'm, like, alone and by myself – physically i cannot have a vaginal orgasm like i just know that it's not it doesn't happen and that's but from your clitoris only from my clitoris but you can you can stimulate your clitoris every time you're having sex yeah but i I, i'm what i'm saying is that um i've never like there's some people who don't need that stimulation they can get it vaginal stimulation and have an orgasm. I think that's very but rare. Want to have? But if you need clitoral, if you need your clit stimulated during sex, you can always do that during. No, sex. I no, I no, I know, I know. But what I'm saying is, there are some people in this universe, which I think is you. I think it's Erica. She's mentioned that from a. <laughs> I don't know why I laughed. I'm sorry. From I need a more research on this. No, no, like, from a really mere true. position, like I've talked to random friends. Yeah. Some say I can only come vaginally in said position. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah. For yeah, some yeah. people okay, it's okay, like okay, much okay. more like 
There's some people who can figure out what that position is. And I've been around the world and back. Yeah. <laughs> and, and nothing's come through. I to be continued. It. I get it. I get it. I get it. I, get it. I, I think it, another thing was that when I, when I, as I got older, I started to know what I liked, what I enjoyed, yeah. what worked for me, what got me in the mood. You know, we've talked about that I'm on, you know, I've been on Prozac for quite a long time for OCD mm-hmm. and it's something that will always be a part of my life. And so I've had to kind of like, my brain doesn't always get turned on. So yeah. I need to figure out how to like get the brain sex going to like for me to yeah. get into it. Cause I think a big part of orgasm isn't just the physical part, but it's that mental like part. Do that you plays get horny? You feel horny ever um, like during the day? No, not anymore. And it's, it will, it will happen, but I've been mm-hmm. on, you know, Prozac for so long, probably since 2013 that it's, yeah. I know now that like, if I need to get into the mood, I need to like get myself into the mood, which is just like through mm-hmm. that app Dipsy or just through different certain mm-hmm. like, fun lingerie. Like you have to, there, you have to put effort into it. And it's mm-hmm. kind of the, the trade-off for like really great mental health and then having, mm-hmm. you know, yeah. to, right? Like Gilly, you know, we've talked yeah, about no, this. I, I know what you're <laughs> 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 like, I know. <laughs> you don't have to remind me, I know. <laughs> but with um I never felt it's interesting I'm reflecting now on my experiences and I and I I feel like I had good sex though like in my early 20s like I had the yeah. guy that I was dating in college like I really enjoyed having it was fun like yeah. it was just fun yeah, like, even had, if you do an orgasm sex can be so fun yeah Maybe it you know. was and like you don't have to orgasm for it to be you don't have to but orgasm. the thing no. is I was having <laughs> orgasms I was just the one like touching myself while we were having sex and for a long time I didn't count that I was like well it just doesn't count like this guy can't do it and I so I just assumed like no one else could yeah. do it but I I could do it. And maybe that like right. really, yeah. I think it goes back to like a sense of control, not wanting to like yeah. let people in. There's probably some yeah. therapist that yeah. can like really break that down. Yeah. Um, yeah. But I think once you get older, you kind of just start, I don't know, letting some shit go. I do. Yeah, I do exactly. Think, You're like, fuck. All right. As, this, as someone know. who has had vaginal orgasm. Speak up, Cam. <laughs> I will say though, that it's not, one size fit all situation and what do you mean by that um my anatomy requires like a certain fit to get me to the best orgasm i get is from the that fit feeling. based on their personality or is it like a <laughs> no, little... physical <laughs> are we talking gherkin or orca okay. <laughs> what are we talking about here um it's a shape or is it size or is it both it's purely physical shape size everything Texture. comes down to like everything so like and bigger isn't Wider. always better bigger Ooh. is not always better no i do not, not need a me. pap smear i don't need it like <laughs> i don't need my cervix checked at all the iud is still there but you don't need to go that long it's like you i think wider you need wider I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I think I need wider. I don't know actually what I need. I I don't know. When it but touches, I think everyone my, when it touches my cervix, I want to barf. To be honest, it's the worst <laughs> pain I've ever felt in my life. It's the worst. Pain. I'm dead. <laughs> do or do you not want to barf? <laughs> yeah, like yeah, like big dicks like need to like go down on the totem pole of. They like, need to calm. The like fuck they down. need to relax. Like they're just not. <laughs> They're just, they need to like be taken down. It's just not. A- and that was that great episode 
in Sex and City when Samantha dates the guy, the fi- like the, the business guy who has a huge penis. She's like, whoa there, whoa. She treats him like a horse. <laughs> and then actually it's funny because the theme of that episode is like getting on the horse and Charlotte has to ride her horse. And I, oh God, I cannot wait to like get it. Oh my God. They just like can't think wait, outside. Like, Gilly, that's the that's end of season it. two. What is? The horse oh. episode, because that's the one where Carrie at the end's like, some girls aren't meant to be tamed, you know, like she's a wild <laughs> horse or something. And the, like, I just really want to get into that theme of like horse girls and horse motif, because like we yeah. can really go there. Um, should we keep talking about this or get more into the episode? I don't know. Um, Wait, we have, what, what about the two-prong approach? So what's the, we talked about faking it. Now should we talk oh, about the singleness, being single. Being singleness. Being yeah. single, Carrie is single and she's loving it until her face is plastered. <laughs> I think she was, or she was faking it, liking it, but she was out with her girlfriends, dancing, staying up late. And then this magazine posts this picture of her, the real her, right? When like you don't have makeup on, your hair looks like shit, you're smoking or you have whatever vice you have and you're exposed and people see yeah. the you that you kind of hide. Because a lot of the times we show when we're single, like our shiniest self to people, like I've got to have my hair, my outfit, my this. And she was raw and people saw her and she like went into herself and was really ashamed. There I was. Hanging right next to Martha Stewart living. Carrie Bradshaw dying of embarrassment. Single and fabulous question mark? There was no question mark in play. I would never have agreed to be in an article. Single and fabulous question mark. I was set up. Oh, I agree. You're single, fabulous, and fucked. Not after that picture, I won't be. At the end of the episode, she's sitting there, having a glass of wine, enjoying herself, and we kind of see this journey of, like, a lot Mm -hmm. of self-doubt within Carrie in the episode, and I think people experience that when they either go through a breakup, then they become single, Mm -hmm. or, you know, whatever... So I'm curious what you guys think of just that in the episode. I <laughs> was laughing. It's a little, I'm kind of going off topic, but I love. That's fine. When, when Carrie arrives to the photo shoot so late, so unprofessional. It's, and she like, I, I like, I don't know. I think that's, that's kind of Carrie magazine. That's my Carrie Trucker too, but I <laughs> my Carrie Trucker specifically is when she like arrived to the photo shoot with her like weird poncho and like a cigarette in her mouth, and the, the guy's like, "You're about an hour." What did he say? You're about like an hour. You're about a month fucking late. You're about a month fucking late, and her her reaction is, "I was up late." <laughs> <laughs> no so one nice. gives a fuck that you were out and partying bitch can you imagine and then she has the audacity to say to Stanford coffee coffee you know and then he, I, love I love that he, he gets gives her a decaf, decaf. <laughs> <laughs> I love it so good. I feel like he did that to twist the knife a little bit I and she deserves like, it her showing up late was my carry tracker for the episode yeah. that was that's appalling but yeah I think it was interesting seeing Carrie kind of well, I wonder if it was more the magazine photo that was the horrifying thing to her or this being, I don't know, her singleness being questioned. I don't know what 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 she was more offended by. I actually have a listener submission. Yeah. Um that I would like to read about. Sorry, this is back to orgasms. 
Go for it. That's okay. We honestly, it's like, I might be trying with the single. It's okay. Fuck it. Go back. Yeah, like, okay. Well, I'll bounce right back. Don't worry. So, um, my friend says, um, I used to think someday my prince would come and <laughs> spell C U M for the. For the she spelled C U M. She goes. I used to think someday my prince would come and. And so will, so will I, but you have to take responsibility for your own organs and ask for what you want. Word. Men are like dogs and you have to train them. If you keep faking orgasms, you're just reinforcing bad behavior. And I agree. hundred percent. It's, it's yeah. yes, that's what I mean. It's, it's like, and I think that's why we have it's so much of a generation, like especially millennials and older that are completely fucking clueless. You know what I mean? There's so many dudes I've met. Who are like, it's not just that one guy was like, have you ever? Like, that's multiple times yeah. where I've been asked questions okay. like that. Like, the fucking audacity. My sister put it as like, you know, you faking it. Then the guy thinks, oh, this works. And then he does it with the next girl. So you're just kind of like ruining him for the next girl after you. So you have like yes, yes. so many men who think this must work because she came quickly. Right. And so it just kind of like yeah. just poisons the well a little bit. Yeah, um, like every time I've been with a guy and I like maybe say something so basic and he's like, oh, I'm like, what? <laughs> no one told you that? And you're telling me you've had girlfriends before? Yeah. What did they tell you felt good? It shocks I know. me. I do think that men who have had more serious relationships yes. are probably better in bed. I would say probably say well, so okay too. okay i'm gonna oh keep- yeah 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 for sure it's like classic story like fuck boys are bad in bed even though they think they think they're oh good but they're bad yeah. Yeah, 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 exactly. um here's a um here's a thought what it <laughs> um so i okay so this is probably the first time in my life i'd ever say this but i feel like it's really easy for us to make guys come and so maybe they just have like a way harder task yeah, I've always wondered. That's such a good st- thing. To, I've always wondered if I could make another woman come, and I like wonder that. And like, I don't know. I don't know. It, it does intimidate me. And like, God, like, so maybe they have like harder homework than we do, right? But yeah. then at the same time, they are failing miserably. <laughs> we need to ask lesbians. Yeah, we need to ask women who have slept or women who have slept with women. And yeah, anyone. Yeah, really. Been. And like, what is that experience yeah. like? Um, yeah, I'm so curious. Ooh. Interesting. Um, oh my gosh. And I can't imagine like trying. And then if she wasn't, I'd be like, oh, what can I do? You know, I'd be so upset. If well, I just feel like you'd be able to, <laughs> it's different because you'd be able to figure it out because you have, you know, a similar anatomy. Whereas with guys, there's some guys who literally, like we talked about last week, are just like stabbing you down there with their fingers and don't even know, you know, your vagina between your freaking kneecap. I mean, as Miranda put it, um, it's my clitoris, clitoris, not the sphinx. And that's my Miranda-ism for the the episode. It feels good to be sarcastic. That was the best line. Oh, I love you it. Kind of like, you, I think you know pretty instantly if a guy is going to give you an orgasm or not. Sorry, maybe close to an orgasm. No, I know. I, no, no, no. I like, agree with that let's, philosophy. Maybe don't even talk about orgasms as orgasms. Talk it like as pleasure. You know? pleasure. No, no, no. Like, totally. There are... Hundred percent, and you know I, how you know instantly the kissing. How do you know instantly. Yeah. Well, no, no, no it's not no, that. No, no, For me, no, it's no, like no. more of their openness, 
or if I can tell that they're right. like it's super about communication. For sure. Yeah, if I can tell that they're super open and they're like self aware, right? And that right. they like right. know, like if I can pick up that they don't think everything's a freaking movie in life right. or a TV show, right? They're like, not if they're not performing. Yeah, if I can if sense they have like a sense a grip on reality, then I'm like, okay, they know right. that women aren't right. always having orgasms left and right. That I've are definitely so had loud. sex with performers, and I've definitely had sex with not performers, and I definitely prefer the not performers. And they're not faking it. And but, but guys, who are the performers? Who are the performers? Yeah, what do you mean by guy performers? Guys who are like the big dick guys, you know, the big who dick are energy. Like who think wanting to have sex on a counter or oh like, my god oh no, my god 100 okay. no which is hot and great and like i'd love to have sex on a counter right now but i mean <laughs> one night stand like performer yeah 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 like, it's, a sh- it's showmanship that's it's like, a, like <laughs> it's just guys who you know like have never been trained and you're like oh god you've definitely they- gotten away with years of thinking you're great in bed and you're hot and, and you watch porn they and move, they have like quick moves and, and you're yeah. like holy shit you haven't even found my clit yeah so it's like <laughs> yeah i don't know you can you can kind of it's like oh, yeah it's very performative and very like this is from a movie i watched in the 80s <laughs> rob Lowe. he and, did this and, you know <laughs> and sleeping with those people is not great They're not, maybe it can be fun it's like yeah that's, that's that's, that doesn't keep you coming back, you know? Uh, 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 no, but it doesn't. But, um, I don't know what I was going to say. It doesn't keep you coming back. <laughs> it That's pretty keep good. Coming back. But, <laughs> I don't know. What were we? Saying? Well, okay. So I wanted to, I, I want to wrap up the episode if that's cool with you of guys. Of course. Yeah. Well, I think we, um, we have some like, like last thing. Okay. What do you think? What? I think How it was think great. It We're still going. Okay. <laughs> So I think we have a couple of like traditional episode things to do. We've got to do some fashion. We need our zinger. Are we going to do it this episode? We do have a, she thought he was the one Charlotte tracker. Wait, Mm -hmm. I have to mention something. I would be so upset with myself if I did not mention what Uh the fuck was Miranda doing while they were walking with her arms. That was appalling. <laughs> you know what? <gasps> 100%, 100%. If I saw someone walking in the park like that, I would be walking the other way. That was insane. Cam said that's you to me. Yeah. I've seen you do that. <laughs> like, like anything. <laughs> okay. Um, um yeah. I have a I have a um, you know, they were talking about the magazine over dinner, the front cover, and Charlotte says to Miranda, Well, like, you're a lawyer, like, can we sue them? <laughs> and she goes, For what? Mispunctuation? <laughs> I really liked that one. It was smart. They said single and fabulous exclamation point. They did not say single and fabulous question mark. That question mark is hostile. Miranda, can we sue them or something? For what? Mispunctuation? It's too late to sue. I'm all over the city looking like like something that got caught in a drain. Um, and the thing is, I think you might be able to sue someone over mispunctuation. Ooh. Right? I feel like it could be anyway. Um, There's a lot of people who have sent me texts with like sure period that I want to do that too. I'm like, it's, are you? What are you trying to say <laughs> with that punctuation? I agree. Um, and then another Miranda quote I have is when um, she was saying something along the lines of like, you know, it's about <laughs> it's about the body, it's about the anatomy, and he's like, I'm a doctor, <laughs> and she's like, you're an eye doctor. <laughs> 
was a, that was such a good line. That was good. Miranda, this was a fantastic Miranda episode. Yeah, it was great. It was yeah. good. Um, her and her eyes were so funny when she was like lying in bed. <laughs> I know. She's like looking at him and like you. He's like, did you come? She's like, no. Her <laughs> eyes were just so telling. <laughs> yeah. And um. I love when actually this is Samantha Zinger, but it's not really like a funny zinger. It's really just something that I like love that she said at the beginning at the top of the episode, which is, you know, Charlotte's kind of complaining about being alone. And Samantha goes, We're all alone. Even when we're with men, we're alone. And I just love I that. I think that is true. You yeah. yeah. Like we're not like I think it I think that like I think that Many people think there has to be this, like, codependency or, like, in a relationship to, like, not, quote, unquote, feel alone. But I think, like, loneliness is so complex because you are alone. You can feel really alone even when you have so much support around you, you yeah. know? I agree. I, I think if – mushy or – No, I think it, it – um, and I know we want to kind of wrap up, but I – I really loved being single. I, I did. For a lot of the time, I en- really enjoyed it. I liked having my own schedule. I liked being in my apartment by myself. I liked cooking. I liked my own routines. And the only times I really felt lonely was when I started comparing my like experiences to other people's and thinking maybe they're happier than I am. And then yeah. like you get into a relationship and you you are happy and there are good things. But like happiness is an equilibrium. It just kind of like evens out. You're not going to be like all of a sudden so much happier if you – get in a relationship and you're going to be all sudden happier. Someone once said to me, you'll never regret being single, but you'll regret relationships. Oh yeah. You told me that last night. No one ever regrets being single, but people regret relationships. And so. I wonder if men feel that way. Wow. You don't think they do? I I wonder if men, men who have chosen to be single or not commit to women, if they ever regret that. Well, when we say single, you can still be like fucking someone. Yeah, this but I also think I, I I'm the type of person that's like there. I mean, like know, in a relationship, relationship. Like I think there's a a lesson from everything, and like when I get upset at myself because I didn't time manage and I fucked up or whatever, I'm like, no, 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 no. Mm-hmm. There's like a lesson here, mm-hmm. you know. And I think I don't know. I think every relationship, like you can't regret those relationships because my bad relationships are what got me here today. You know, with 100%. a good relationship, and I think I mean I, I don't Ugh, know. I regret relationships. <laughs> I'm so I'm so happy that you're so high up, but I <laughs> no, I just think it's true though. It's I like, mean, yes, yes, I had to learn true, so much of what I hate and don't like, and what makes me not feel good in order. I don't know. Maybe that's like the cynic in me. Maybe that's the Miranda in me. That's how I did. It's a podcaster in you. I don't know. Maybe that's a night. Maybe that's, I don't don't know. No, I, I would say the exact same thing. The reason why I am dating Dakota now is because I had some great guys I dated and some not so great guys. And Mm -hmm. I learned from each person I dated, whether it was long-term or not, little thing that I liked and what I didn't like. And Mm -hmm. then you kind of just keep building upon that. And, um, yeah, but this was a good episode. I actually really liked this and I'm curious what you're going to rate it. I had a religious experience at Manolo Blahnik. Why did you say I actually really liked this? Was it different? We have been notorious for 
not really, we've been shitting on the episodes. We have been rating them very poorly on our rating system. And we kept pushing season two, like it was going to be some godsend and we just haven't felt it yet. But this episode made me feel like I was like, Ooh, I like this. We're getting into like real topics. Yeah. I, um, yeah. Cause we talked about it like the topic the whole time. Yeah. I'm yeah. going to give this yeah. one a, can I give the rating or do you want to go? Yeah. First? Give it to me. Or Cam, do you want to How do you do the rating? It's out of five Manolo Blahniks. One through five. And, and through anything five. in between. It can be 1.25, 2.75. We don't give a shit. Just anything you want. I already picked so mine. Five is I love it. Yeah. Five and is the best is episode like- ever. One is this fucking sucks. We've never given a one. Oh, this one is, uh, it gets a lot better than this. Okay. So, so I, I'm giving this a 2.7. Oh. Okay. 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 Sarah, let's say our ratings at the same time. I have a feeling we have the same rating. Think of okay. everything that's coming. Ready? Think of Aiden. 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 Oh, think of Aiden. Steve. Think of Steve Two. coming. God, One. so early. 3.25. 3.5. I said 3.5. I'm not going to lie. I was going to say 3.5 and then I changed it the last minute. And that would have been amazing. If we, we were never really on sync. Well, okay. Yeah, we're going Giving there. it a 3.5 because we are the Mirandas, and this was a great Miranda episode that wasn't just, like, a, a freaking punchline on her. It was, like, literally, like, this is something that, like, women or anyone deals with in sex. Yeah. Yeah. Like, that's what I love about it. It's, like, every single time <laughs> you're having sex, you will be either doing Thinking something. or not. Yeah. Right. <laughs> on the scale of one Manolo, Manolo to another. Yeah. That is so true. Um, Cam, thank you so much. This was a fun episode. Yeah, it was. And I'm so glad you got to join us on this one because it was so much fun. And guys, next week it is episode five. I think it's like four women in a funeral maybe. And Big is back. You can tell on the HBO Go preview. I'm not spoiling it. He's there. Um, so I'm excited to see how selfish Carrie gets when he starts coming back into her life. I'm worried. <laughs> I know. Because the Carrie tracker is going to, we're going to be racking them up with her when Big comes in. I don't like Carrie and Big. Oh, yeah. that That's. But I so, did when yeah. I was younger. I, I, I don't. Yeah. I Remember, did. have you ever obsessed. told the story about seeing Big running in Central Park? Yeah, we saw Chris Noth running in Central Park. I've seen, I've run into him three times in my life. We and, were like, Big. And then I saw him in an Italian restaurant. Big. Like that it was around Christmas in like in the theater district. And I am not saying this to brag, but I swear to God, because I was dressed up because it was like a Christmas dinner. When I went to the bathroom, he fucking checked me out. I swear. Okay. Were you like 15? How old were you? No, 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 no. I was like 25 or 24. Okay. Because I was like, this could have been a very different story. I thought it was like a Christmas dinner with your family. Okay. All right. So you got chicked out by Big. No, no, no. I had like a tight knit dress on. I was thinking. I was meeting Dina for dinner at this restaurant before going to a, a musical. And I had heard from the bartender that Chris Noth lived upstairs and that he sometimes comes down like he's a regular. And then he did come in and he sat in the back and I went to the bathroom, which is in the back. And as, as I, he looked up from his table, he was like looking at me as I walked past and I was like, wow. oh! but he was like Chris Noth with white hair, Chris Noth. 
which is still Chris Noth, but not the one we, we you needed. But the question, did you Law and order, Chris Noth? Did you pull a Miranda and just walk to the bathroom so you'd be noticed? Yes. I've done that. Yeah. And then I just had to Who had not done the wall? Like, yeah. Um, all right. So how do you want to end it, Gilly? Um, this was a great episode. Um, you know, it was really nice. The people who contributed this week, uh, we would love we need you guys to, to step up and participate. <laughs> step it up, okay? How many listeners do you have? We have, we have over 10. Okay. Is it over 10? My family is six of them, so I don't know. <laughs> I make all of them listen, and they're all racking up the views. My twin brother, dear God, good luck with my parents with this episode. I don't know. Um, I might tell my mom and dad not to listen to this one. And... <sighs> Deep. <laughs> and then close friends, I think. And then some people in Finland. So shout out to people in Finland. Yeah, shout out to the people in Wow, Singapore, you can see what Finland, country that wait, you can Brazil, see what you can see Germany. what you can see what country they're they are in. Yeah. Kind of. I don't know if I trust Perfect. the website. Yeah. I can't wait to see I can't wait to see what countries <laughs> pop up. Okay. Um Okay. Uh bye guys. <laughs> <laughs> bye, Miranda. See you next week. Bye, Miranda. Bye. Thank you for having me. Bye, Samantha.